hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. You're listening to Queer Money episode 229. Welcome back to the second part of our two-part investing series where we're sharing our 10 super simple steps to start investing. Like we said over the past two weeks, no other part of the economy is designed for success quite like the stock market. And after episode 227 on the four financial classes, isn't it time you started or up your investing game? If you're ready, let's dive into the final five steps to get started or improve your investing. We make the Queer Money Podcast for you, so please email your money questions to questions at debtfreeguys.com or post them in the Queer Money Facebook group, and we may answer it in an upcoming episode. There's personal finance for the masses. This is not personal finance for the masses. This is Queer Money. This podcast is sponsored by Capital One. Capital One is redesigning the banking experience by offering simple, straightforward, and seamless ways for you to bank from almost anywhere. So banking fits into your life, not the other way around. Find out why the debt lasso method is a better way than the snowball or avalanche method for paying off your credit card debt by getting your free debt lasso calculator at debtlasso.com. Now, on with the show. Hey there, and welcome back. So have you started investing? (laughs) If you haven't, we've got five more tips for you today that will accompany the five from last week. But of course, we want you to start investing as soon as possible. It is your way to financial success. If you have questions around investing, remember to go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash 229 and pick up your copy of the Super Simple Investing Guide. Now, if you're already on the Queer Money Podcast email newsletter list, you're going to be getting that in your email inbox. So let's dive into the five steps that we have for you this week that accompany the ones from last week to help you get started with investing. All right. So step number six, and that is to start an employer-sponsored retirement account. So this, for most of us, is a 401k, 403b, 457. But for some companies, it's also a simple or a SEP IRA. Basically, all of these are retirement accounts that companies offer that help prepare you for retirement and have some tax benefits similar to traditional and Roth IRAs that we alluded to or discussed last week. There are a number of benefits to this. One of the biggest benefits for for these accounts for most companies is that most companies offer an employer match. So they will match dollar for dollar or up to a certain percentage of your contributions that you make each year into these accounts. So essentially that's free money. So we encourage you to open up your account and to the extent that you can contribute enough to get your maximum employer match because that's free money that if you don't take advantage of, you're pretty much leaving on the table. The other benefit with these accounts is similar to your traditional Roth IRA is that there's tax advantages to it. So the contributions made to these accounts are pre-tax dollars, which when you file your taxes, that reduces your taxable liability, meaning that you have less money that you need to send over to Uncle Sam, um, which, which is great for you. Then also, you can invest your money tax-deferred over time, which allows to expedite your compounding growth in your investments in these accounts so that you have that much more money when it's time for you to retire. 
So we could actually do a whole episode about this. And in fact, we did <laughs> listen to Queer Money episode number 166, where we talk about the differences and the pros and cons of company-sponsored retirement accounts, such as 401ks and 403bs. And then if you, uh, as we recommended last week, if you have any questions about Roth or traditional IRAs, listen to episode number 194. And between those two episodes, you'll really get a comprehensive guide on uh, various types of retirement account investing. Now, one of the problems or the challenges that people have with company-sponsored retirement accounts is they're a little bit more complicated than just standard investing in a traditional or a Roth IRA because you have a limited number of funds you can typically use. And people get flummoxed with trying to figure out which funds are the best for them. Also, company-sponsored retirement accounts are inherently more expensive. So you want to be very judicious with the, uh, the investments that you make to try to offset some of your expenses. Well, that gets complicated for some people. So this is why uh, we've re- recommended over and over again uh, is a company called Bloom, B-L-O-O-O-M. And what they do is they provide unbiased portfolio advice on your company-sponsored retirement account to help you reach both your short and long-term retirement goals. They will, based on the analysis that they do for you, they'll figure out what your portfolio allocation should be, make specific recommendations for you to help meet those goals and offset your costs. If you followed David's advice last week and opened up a traditional Roth IRA specifically at either Vanguard, Fidelity, or Charles Schwab, Bloom can also help make investment decisions for those accounts for you as well, but only at those three brokerage firms. One of the best things about Bloom as well is that you can sign up for them for and get a free consultation to see exactly how they might be able to help you even before you sign up to be a client. So we encourage you to sign up for that free consultation and you can do so by going to debtfreeguys.com forward slash 229 and there will be information there for you to get started. All right. Step number seven focuses on this idea of out of sight, out of mind. We all know what that's like, right? when we don't pay attention to something because it's not right in front of our face. Well, sometimes that's good when it comes to investing. What we want to encourage you to do, and this basically goes with step number six, and that is to set up automatic annual contribution increases to these employer-sponsored plans that you have. Basically, what you're doing is you're using a tool either through your company's portal or through the company in which your company invests your retirements, their portal, allowing you to slowly uptick how much you invest into your 401k. We know for many folks, starting off by setting aside 10, 15% of your income, 500, 1,000, $2,000 a month is not feasible, right? It, it's just difficult to do that. So if you get into these tools here and you set up an annual increase so that every year it just ticks up slightly, increase the amount that you're saving by 1% or 2%. It allows you over time to slowly increase, which means it's you don't feel it as much when it's coming out of your paycheck. Basically, one of the things this does is it allows you to prevent yourself from using that money on budget creep. You know, budget creep is when we spend more money every single month or every single year and we're not setting aside money for the things that are important. And so this slow uptick, a slow increase allows you to take this money out of sight so it becomes out of mind. And that's how you see folks become retirement millionaires because they have slowly over time built up more and more money in their 401ks, 403bs, or other retirement accounts. 
How does your bank support the LGBT community? Not at all? For Pride in June? Or 365 days a year? Capital One proudly supports the LGBT community throughout the year. Maybe it's time to support a bank that supports us. Go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash cafe for more info. Hi, I'm Louise Chernin. I am with Washington State's LGBTQ and Allied Chamber of Commerce. We are about business development, looking at everything through the eye of equality, equity, diversity, and inclusion, and investing over $600,000 a year in LGBTQ students. Join us. Check out the gsba.org. We welcome everybody. Tip number eight and nine and 10, these final steps that we're going to cover are really sort of to help you sort of get the benefit of, of 360 portfolio management. And that is to help address various parts of your life other than simply retirement. So tip number eight is to open up a health savings account. And now most employers as part of their benefits package specific to their healthcare plan offer a health savings account. And basically that's an investing account that is used to help fund any medical attention that you need. Typically, health savings or accounts are available to offset high deductible plans. So most employers offer health savings accounts to keep everyday healthcare costs low, which likely means that the deductible is high in case you have an expensive medical expense. These health savings accounts can offset those expenses. And the benefit here is that these are pre-tax dollars similar to your retirement account, so that reduces your taxable consequences. In many cases, employers will also match contributions into health savings accounts. And then finally, when you have a medical need and anything from a medical emergency, prescription drugs to pay for uh, your copay and for a general uh, practitioner's doctor's visit, David and I have even used it to replace our, our glasses after we had an optometrist visit. Those kind of medical expenses, there are no penalties for using the money that's in those accounts even before you retire to pay for those expenses. It's a wonderful way to have an additional savings specifically for health savings needs uh, when we know this is a growing problem uh, for many people in America. So if you have an access to a health savings account through your employer, we highly encourage you to sign up for it. All right. Step number nine, parents, listen up. Do it for your kids rather than giving them stuff. The point number nine here is to open up a custodial or a college savings account. We know that the costs of everyday things that kids need, as well as the cost of education, just keeps on going up. Your kids are going to ask you for technology. They're going to ask you for a car. They're going to ask you for all these different things. And those things keep on going up in price, just like education. Custodial account or college savings account allows you to use the increases in the stock market to pay for those kinds of things. A 529 plan is typically a state-sponsored education savings account. It allows you to invest in the stock market so that the growth will help pay for your children's education. A UTMA or UGMA account or custodial account is really a way for you to give a gift to a child that then is invested for them and allows for that growth. A lot of times you're going to see that there are age caps on these types of accounts based on the state that you live in but it allows you to invest or allows them to invest when they're under the age of 18 or have an investing account. 
I've used both of these types of accounts with my stepson, allowing us to invest money so that he has had money for college, which allowed him to have a much different college experience than had he not had the money, as well as give him some gifts of both uh, tangible things and experiences that he wouldn't have had had we not made these investments. An investment of just $50 a month when he was born now today has turned into thousands of dollars that he has available to him or we have available to give him for a lot of the things that he wants and needs as he ages. And then finally, Tip number 10 is to assign beneficiaries to all of these accounts that we've recommended over the last two weeks. And then on an annual basis, maybe when you file your taxes or when you replace the batteries in your fire alarm every year, check to make sure that those beneficiaries are still accurate. It's important to remember here that beneficiary designation supersede wills. So many of us update our wills and outline who we want to receive our assets when we create our will. And we forget what we might have put on our as a beneficiary on these accounts that we've discussed. And then unfortunately our relationships change and are evolve and ex-spouses are designated as a beneficiary on a retirement account that really had the intended purpose of helping out an existing spouse. And so to try to avoid that, you want to make sure that you check your beneficiaries every year to make sure they're accurate. And uh, you want to make sure that you add beneficiaries to the account from the get-go so that it's crystal clear to the states and the courts who should get your assets should you pass away. So those are our 10 steps to simple investing. Right. Number one, open an investing account online. Two, set up a direct deposit to your online investing account. Three, keep it simple. Buy low-cost exchange-traded funds. Number four, diversify your investments. Number five, open an emergency savings account so that you're able to ride out the risk of the market going up and down. Number six, start an employer-sponsored retirement account. Number seven, select automatic annual contribution increases so that you're continuing to invest more and more over time and it doesn't hurt so much when you first start out. Number eight, start a health savings account. Number nine, open up a custodial or college savings account for your kids. And number 10, assign beneficiaries on all of your accounts. So there we have it. There are 10 simple steps to investing. Remember, if you want more detail on any of these topics and additional investing topics, go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash 229 and download your copy of our super simple investing guide. Thank you again for listening to another episode of Queer Money. We love creating this podcast, not only because it educates us, but it allows us to provide answers for the questions that so many of you are asking. Here's our Queer Money takeaway for you for this episode, for episode 228, and again, episode 227. So if the first two times didn't work, maybe the third time will work here, third times a charm. Join the investing class. Join the investing class. Join the investing class as soon as possible. The more you are able to invest, the more you're going to avail yourself of the opportunity to grow. Your financial situation will grow as well. And if you have questions about investing, make sure you go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash 228 or 229 to download your copy of our super simple investing guide to get you started.
We make the Queer Money Podcast for you, so please email your money questions to questions at debtfreeguys.com or post them in the Queer Money Facebook group and we may answer it in an upcoming episode. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Capital One's checking and savings accounts have no fees and no minimums. And with one of the best saving rates in America, you can rest easy watching your money grow with no fees to bring you down. You can open an account in about five minutes, which means you are only about five minutes away from getting your savings to grow with one of the nation's best rates. Commit, trim, lasso, automate, monitor. That's the debt lasso method, and it's helped pay off over $250,000 in credit card debt in less than two years so far. See what it'll do for you by getting your free debt lasso calculator at debtlasso.com. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking queer money on the road. Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously, Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out queermoneypodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.